Life support is nominal. The oxygen danger indicator level is yellow. Please remember that this is a non-smoking pirate ship. Hey everybody, welcome to GameIndustry.com's The Gin Lounge. I'm John Breeden, your Chief Lounge Lizard, and your host for this episode of the show. Today we are going to be talking about E3 Expo 2012. The highs and the not-so-highs from the greatest show on Earth. Well, sometimes the greatest show on Earth. I don't know if it was the greatest show on Earth this year or not. Um, but uh, joining me is uh, three people who uh, watched the show and different parts of it that interest them, and we're going to be uh, pu- pulling up some of the some of the great things that happened at the show this year and some of the not-so-great things. Uh, joining me is Kelly. Um, Kelly, our host. Uh, Kelly, you're actually going to be doing a bunch of shows um, for your your show, the Gamer Geeks, yeah, right? Yeah, we're going to be covering each press conference. And I'll hopefully okay. keep okay, well, Todd's tirades down to a minimum. Oh, no, we love Todd's tirades. They're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> joining us is also uh, William White. Uh, Billy, thank you for joining us Glad today. Glad to. And I, I know there was at least a couple really cool announcements for uh, – you're always begging for them to, to do more with the Vita. And I know there was a couple things that, that uh, we'll be talking to you about on, on that side. And uh, joining us also is Shella, our European correspondent, who uh, – was actually concentrated a little bit more on the games this year, and she did her column uh, on the five best games, according to her, at the show. And according to a lot of our readers, I think think you picked a lot of them just about right, Shella, so good job. Thank you. I'm surprised you didn't put. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't put one of your favorites on there. I'm surprised you didn't say anything about Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, well, it just didn't match up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I know a lot of people were a little disappointed uh, with the Tomb Raider, but let's start with let's start with the big three. I know uh, Kelly's going to be covering these uh, uh, in more depth, but let's just go over them briefly because they are usually the cornerstones of of any E3 is Microsoft, Sony, and Nintendo's press conferences. Uh, Microsoft started off the show this year uh, actually doing their conference their press conference a day before the show even began, um, which was was kind of unique. And um, I don't know. Um, I it was it was okay. Um, it wasn't the worst press conference of the show, although you know they they could have probably had a a pony come out and walk around the stage a couple times. It'd been better than the Nintendo press conference. But uh, well, Kelly, you're more the 360 gamer. Um, were were you impressed with uh, the stuff that Microsoft had to say? Yeah, overall, I was impressed because I do follow a lot of the games that they come out with and some of the new events. It's like the of course Halo, a huge fan of that series, and but then the Gears of War new one, I, that just totally blew me away because I didn't even know they were making another one. There were some surprises. There were a couple. There were a couple surprises. I mean, everybody kind of knew Halo Four was going to be like the centerpiece, um, but the, the Gears of War was a surprise, and it did look pretty good. Um, I, I like the way Halo 4 looked, too. I like the um, the the whole Navy aspect of it when you were showing the guys at the beginning. It looked, looked really real. It looked like real guys standing there watching their ship launch, so that was kind of neat. I kind of thought they were going to almost add a sort of a horror survival element to it, it looked like, but, I mean, it looked like maybe maybe not, but it sort of looked like they were going that way. But I don't think Master Chief is, is all that scared of a couple monsters no, or whatever. No. <laughs> Probably not. It's hard to do horror survival when you uh, have a lot of guns, I think, because you just feel safe. Yeah. 
safe and comforted by your many guns. Um, the other thing, of course, they uh, they also did some hardware announcements. They announced that Internet Explorer was coming to the Xbox. Um, Michelle, I know that excites you because I know how much you like to use your 360 when you're online. I just thought that was uh, underwhelming, shall we say. <laughs> It was kind of it's kind of weird. They made it like a huge know, part of the presentation. Massive. I was like, right. I don't even use Internet Explorer. I use Firefox. So <laughs> that's why I was wondering if next week Firefox will come to the store. Too. It will come to X. And I still so we'll won't see what excited. <laughs> oh well, I can pretty um, much feel safe in knowing that the browser that I use on my Mac and my PC both will never come to a Mark, uh, you know, Xbox 360, <laughs> and that's Safari. Yep, representing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that, that's funny. Um, what about the? Uh, what about? Um, let me let me let me ask you, Billy, because I know you, you you play on the Xbox too. What about the the smart glass thing? Were, were were you excited about that? That that seemed to take up a good twenty percent of their presentation, explaining how the smart glass would work. Yeah, but I don't know. It didn't really it didn't really fly with me. It was kind of like, well, yay, new gimmicky deals, woohoo. <laughs> Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. And then and then you guys are going to have music too. There's the Zune player that's coming to the <laughs> Of course. Is is everybody throwing away their iTunes account right oh, now? On that. Uh when Pandora dies, we might talk. <laughs> yeah, so I I don't know. I I think um I think Kelly kind of had it right. I think Microsoft probably should have stuck to the games um which were sort of what everybody was sort of interested in and i think when they were when they were talking about games they did really well when they started talking about the hardware um you know i just i don't know i I, it's hard to get a room full of people excited about internet explorer i mean it's just weird Um, but it's not why people are at e3 (laughs) exactly that's why you go to some computer trade show Yeah, did it seem to me? It seemed to me almost like, whereas like Nintendo was trying to convince everybody that they really needed to use the Wii U to play games, it almost seemed like Microsoft was trying to convince you to do everything but play games on your console. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I, it's a game machine. That's kind of what you, what we use it for. <laughs> Not necessarily um, me right now. Like, uh, I saw Billy at my Xbox now. Nine times out of ten, it's being used for uh, online streaming. Usually, and more than likely, it's always HBO Go. Oh, okay, okay. Watching, watching that mysteriously disappeared Game of Thrones tenth episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, so that is that was the 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 Microsoft conference, and then the second conference of the show was the Sony conference, and I sort of like the way that Sony took took their conference because they said, look, you know, we're not really going to, there was a hardware announcement with that, with that book thing that they're doing with JK Rawlings, which I thought, you know, it didn't really appeal to me, the wonder book, but if I was a kid, that would have been the coolest damn thing that I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And how smart to get JK Rowling in on that. I mean, you can't get anybody bigger than that. And, you know, to, for her to do a Harry Potter and a, and a, and a book based thing, it's just, yeah, yeah that was, that was, that was, that was pretty brilliant. I, I predict that that's going to be a huge freaking seller. Yeah. Imagine um, how differently that could have been yeah. with like 50 shades of gray or something instead. Oh, <laughs> even, oh no, even. No, let's not, let's just move on. Even worse, <laughs> it's Stephanie Meyer, right? Yeah. 
Uh, what would your wand turn into in Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> <On the screen. laughs> a whip? I don't know. But, uh, no, it, it, it actually looked pretty cool. And I like how the one thing I, I really did like about Sony's uh, presentation, too, is that they did all their demos. I think maybe not all of them, but almost all of them were live demos. It wasn't canned stuff. So, like, if you'll notice, the, the Harry Potter Wonder Book demo kind of screwed up there for a little bit. The girl couldn't cast the spell. Um, but that was cool because that kind of showed, you know, the limitations and all, you know, what what can happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I like that it seemed a little more real to me. It wasn't scripted, so that was cool. Um, but, of course, they started the show with something that had me um, really out of my seat. I, it was the only time I cheered at the entire show, and that was when they said, okay, so we're going to talk all about games, and guess what? The first one we're going to start with is the mysterious title from Quantric Dream, mm-hmm. and it's going to be, you know, not the sequel to Heavy Rain, but the same type of gameplay. And, uh, Kelly, I, I know you that must have excited oh, you. <laughs> I, it was, like, awesome. <laughs> But the one thing, the major thing they said, it's going to be still with the in-depth storyline like Heavy Rain was, which I adored. But it's like, this time we're adding more action. I was like, they've heard my prayers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Todd, Todd always complains that Heavy Rain was like uh, Dragon's Dragon's Age or whatever. So, Has he ever um, played be- it, though? No, he won't play it. I keep he doesn't asking need to, to play borrow. things to just like get up on top of them and be all antsy. His bonnet <laughs> must be so full of bees. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wonder if he gets to sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, I did mention to him that maybe he should maybe play something before yeah. he criticizes it. Because you know what will happen, and this has happened to him more than once, where he said something was horrible, and then he actually played it, and then he has to come out and do a comment about how, how wrong he was and how he really loves it. So uh, I don't know. I don't know if that would happen or not. But but I thought it looked – I thought um, the uh, the game, which is called Beyond, I thought it looked pretty good. I mean, they didn't show us a lot, and they showed us none of the interactive sequences, which I'm really interested to see how that works. Um, but Ellen Page, I thought I thought she did a great job as the main character. Anybody have a problem with her performance? No, no. no. She was real. She was really good. Um, she seems to be making a career out of doing video game voices lately. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, she must be a geek at heart, which is kind of cool. <laughs> it's easier money, just like doing guess- animated movie voices. Yeah, that's true. They don't have it's, to dress up. It is no. the new Disney voiceover, isn't it? It's doing yeah. games. You don't have to dress up. There's no four hours in the makeup trailer. It's You go in there in your pajamas if you want to with no makeup and stuff, and you can do your your voice acting. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, she's, she's got a, you know, at least what we saw in the game, she had a shaved head, and she gets beat up pretty good and stuff. And I'm like, I guess Ellen Page actually doesn't have to do yeah. any of that. <laughs> Just watch her character get tossed around. Um, so that was kind of neat. Um, I wasn't real interested in the PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royal, which was the other thing that I, I thought it was kind of a weird transition from something deep like uh, Beyond to the All-Stars Battle Royal thing. Because, um, like, Billy, you were saying that's just that's just Smash Brothers, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it took them a long time to finally catch up and be like, oh, we could have all of our you know main properties come together and fight. And... I don't know. It's one of those things. Super Smash Brothers is on the Wii because guess what? Little kids love to get all of their favorite characters together in imaginary battles and see what happens. The <laughs> PS3 isn't exactly a console for little kids, Mm-mm. so I, well, I, you kind of yeah. lose out on that with that. 
Uh, that's true. That's true. So, uh, so that well, I don't know though. I mean, the Wonder Book thing, you know, might bring a lot of more little kids onto it. So, um, but we'll but we'll see how that goes. Um, of course, something that wasn't little kitty was the God of War demo. Uh, Kelly, I can't remember. Are you a big God of War fan? Uh, it's my husband more. I mean, I played it a little uh, bit, not really a lot. I mean, I like watching him play it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm sort of a, more of a pacifist gamer kind of. I don't know. It's just it it seemed like a lot of work chopping off all those heads. <laughs> <laughs> Billy, what about you? Do you get into that series oh, at all? Oh, jeez, I I played the first one, but that was it. <laughs> well, it did look neat, and it looked neat that they had like some of the background stuff that was spitting at him and things. So I, I I thought it was cool. But then we went into a game that proves Billy's point that the game that the PlayStation probably isn't a little kids thing, and that was um. Uh, the Last of Us, which Shella, you picked as one of the five top games at the mm-hmm. show. Uh, what, what did you think about The Last of Us? Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, it's an awesome trailer, um, but it was it was a bit of a funny three because there weren't that many surprises because everyone seems to be releasing their trailers like the week before E3 when <laughs> it used to be that everybody held back to E3 and everything every day. It was like, Oh my God. Wow. And then, but it, we already knew what was coming, but this was a new trailer to the one they'd um, shown before and it showed some gameplay, which was really nice. And yeah, it just, it just looks really good. Um <laughs> It was hyper-violent, which has drawn a little bit of um, um, criticism, you know, from industry people, um, I've noticed. But it looks like a really good game. I like the way that I'm, the I'm um, sure. the, uh, the girl kind of picks up stuff and she isn't just like an albatross around your neck walking <laughs> into walls and stuff. And it's like, run, you stupid wench. But no, she looks like she's got a brain. <laughs> She's got a brain and a foul mouth and a killer yeah, arm. <laughs> yeah, it looks really cool. Their, their relationship looks really interesting. So, Yeah, I don't think the violence uh, will hurt the sales of the game very much. <laughs> that's, that's my prediction. Um, as far as gameplay, it looked it looked like a lot of um, – I mean, it's, it's made by Naughty Dog, so it looks like a lot of Drake's Uncharted type yeah. of things. I mean, multiple levels, lots of climbing, um, but, you know, kind of kind of cool. Um I really do like the the companion. Yeah. I like I like her a lot. I, lo- I love when she throws the brick at that guy and goes eat this, and then she curses mm-hmm. at him, and then that distracts him. I, enough, I mean, enough the strangling you- scene though that was worthy of um, like Bourne, you know, the Bourne movies where a fight is really you can actually feel how hard it is to kill someone with your bare hands because he throttles that guy for ages and he's like scrabbling at his hands and he's like kicking and it's really quite um brutal well and i think that's what pisses him off so much that at the end of the demo the guy's like don't shoot me don't shoot me and he blows his head off with the shotgun i think he's just like you know i'm sorry we've been trying to kill each other for like the last 30 seconds i can't turn it off you know So it'll it'll be interesting to see if the gameplay if the actual gameplay that you get when you actually start playing the game is is yeah. that good. Um, but all in all, I thought I thought they did I thought they did I thought they did a good job. Um, so then there was the Nintendo conference. Um, uh, just uh, it was it was just I don't know it was just for me it was just brutal. Um, Billy, uh, do you wanna you wanna take a swing at this one? I mean, I'll give you the hard one. <laughs> I mean, that's about all there is to it. I, they showed off 
I, instead of instead of focusing on Earth, and you mentioned this earlier when we were talking, instead of focusing on all the third party titles that they could have, they just kind of gave like a quick, here's a two minute trailer with like little snippets of all these games that you probably really want to know more about, but we're really not going to show you. <laughs> what was the deal with that? They were like, oh, by the way, you can play Mass Effect Three now. I'm like, by the way, we're a real console. Yeah. That was like a tiny little asterisk thing. There's, uh, uh, and by the way, brewing us anymore. Yeah, oh, and here's a bunch of little crappy things that we're going to spend hours showing you. I, I don't get their conference at all. I don't I don't know what they were trying to do. Their stock dropped after the conference. <laughs> that was quite funny. That was quite so funny. Pissed. Well, it's, I mean, okay, you look at it, it's a room completely packed. You know that the diest hard of the diehard Nintendo fanboys were in that room. They had an auditorium filled with Nintendo fanboys, and after every announcement, it was like polite golf clapping. <laughs> you know? I, I mean, at the end of the, uh, the, de- the 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 Last of Us demo, people were out of their seats cheering. I mean, it was amazing. Everyone was all into it and everything, and this was like, okay, now we're going to show you Nintendo theme park yeah. or whatever. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Like, and now we're going to show you how to uh, feel like you've taken an Ambien without having to swallow a pill. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was – I mean, okay, there were a couple – even though they tried <laughs> to not show us anything good, there were a couple decent little games that were in there. I, I was actually excited by the uh, LEGO City Undercover. I thought that looked pretty cool, um, sort of like a Grand Theft Auto open world with Legos. I thought that was clever. Of course, it's – you know – one could argue that's sort of a kids theme type thing. Um, but they did have Zombie U, which they devoted almost no time to, which actually looked like a good zombie which game. Which I don't know if you guys remember, I don't know if you guys saw the reveal trailer for that the day before with the incredibly, like, horribly scripted acting for the commercial for it. <laughs> oh, it was, it was so bad. It was, you know, a guy sitting on the couch. Oh no, I don't know what to do. I will talk to my friends on Wii U and they will help me. And it was oh, just, no. it was horrible. I was like, this can't be that good of a game, can it? <laughs> Nintendo and zombies just don't, those two words don't have a marriage in my head. I'm telling you. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it looked um I mean, you know, that that game it looked okay. So did the the the, the and they have the uh, the game that's coming out exclusively for the Wii U, uh, Arkham City Armored Edition oh, and stuff. Geez. But did but did you get the feeling that like just watching the Armored Edition and also watching Zombie U, did it look like the games were really trying to find a use for the console? It was Horribly for the, the separate console. Yeah. It was like, okay, you're running and you're just, you're playing normal gameplay and then, okay, uh, now there's a boomerang and you control it with the little extra controller or there's a lock that you have to pick and it was like, okay, it seems like they're adding a bunch of gimmicks to the game just to make it work on the Wii U as opposed to doing it the other way and saying this is the cool hardware, let's design a game around it. And partially, like, one thing I noticed whenever they were showing off the armored Batman outfit, you know, oh, when you play this game, you take less damage, you don't get shocked as easily, and I was like, oh, we're gearing Arkham City towards kids. So kids (laughs) can now play and, you know, not get the crap kicked out of them by Joker thugs. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think about that, but you might be right. You just you might be right about that. I I don't know. Um and then okay, and then they gave oh my god, that was so embarrassing. I would have hated to have been the guy from the three DS. Because the guy from the three DS, they brought him out on the stage for like two minutes and they were like, uh he's like, uh, I'm only allowed to talk for two minutes, but there's a lot of cool games oh, coming cool. out for our platform too. And then they shuffled him off to the yeah. side. 
<laughs> I was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, I don't know. It, I don't know. It, I, I, I don't know. I, I think the president, um, uh, reggae was, uh, I, I don't know. He just, he had no charisma. Yeah. I don't think the presidents of any of these companies should come out and, and be <laughs> just, the MCs. Just keep them they in should the just hire, hire motivational speakers. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> you know, just have some, some guy, yeah, some guy with some charisma, you know? It's like, just because you're the president of a company doesn't mean that you can entertain an audience. I mean, all three of them pretty much prove that. Oh, yeah. Miyamoto <laughs> can be entertaining, but when you have to go through a translator, it's kind of... Yeah. yeah, like just some of his mannerisms, though. Like whenever he pulled out the Pikmin and played with it, it's like, well, there's the highlight of the show is him being goofy. Yeah, that was cute, but you know what? <laughs> I, 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 I almost want to, you know, me. I'm okay. Shell is probably going to be like you, stupid American. But I'm sorry if you come and you're doing a show. Half of your guys should know how to speak English. It's just, it, it, you're right. It, it took a um. It took it out of it every time. And the translators, I don't think the translators were actually, quote-unquote, translating what they no. were saying. I think the translators were reading from a script. Um, because if I, I, I know a little bit of Japanese, and I don't think the translator was saying exactly what the person on stage was. I think the, the translator, quote-unquote, was told to come out and read from this cue card. Um, and I think sometimes he was ahead and sometimes he was behind the guy, but it just, it was just one more less level of energy that the show, that they had. So anyway, I wasn't real impressed with the Nintendo conference. It'll be interesting to see, uh, I'll listen to Todd bust on it when he does his thing. So <laughs> oh, yeah. it was interesting because, uh, last year, last E3, I was like, Oh, with this Wii U, this kind of, kind of got my interest a bit. Wow. Well, I actually maybe bought and. New, a Nintendo console and have it in my house this year when they did talk about the Wii U I went nope definitely no Nintendo in the house mm, no <laughs> not buying it nope <laughs> yeah I, I just I, I wasn't I wasn't real impressed by it and here's the other thing they didn't give us any details like pricing or bundling or anything the one thing that we really wanted to know is it going to co- you know how much is it going to cost you know how many controllers does it come with stuff like that they named Tell they did say that uh for the the tablet controller, you could only have two people with, which I kind of right. thought I was like, well, isn't that like, you know, usually Nintendo has at least four controllers and four players, and now we're down to two again? <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's kind of sketchy. What they probably didn't tell you is that the reason is because – not because it's limited by number, but it, they cost $600. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have to take I, out I, insurance on your controllers. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to the uh, the games of the show, um, independent from the consoles, um, Shelly, you you looked at uh, you you picked what you thought were your your best five, and I thought you did a good job. Um, it was nice to see The Last of Us was in there. Um, also, uh, you picked uh, Dishonored, which was uh, Bethesda's new new title. Um, of course, Star Wars. Uh, Star Wars 1313, mm-hmm. which we want to talk about, uh, Beyond Two Souls, and The Watch Dogs. Yeah. Um, w- uh, let's, well, let's, let's talk about Dishonored real quick. Um, I mean, what, what, what about Dishonored do you think made it make your list? Um, it, well, it's quite an interesting world. Um, it's got that kind of steampunk feel to it, which I think um, bizarrely is really underused in the games industry, considering it would lend itself beautifully and it's you know kind of it's kind of trendy right now in 
terms of genre fiction and fashion and all sorts of things you know it's quite a big underground um sort of alternative fashion thing um but doesn't really get a look in in games very often and so yeah I think the world looks kind of nice um and yeah it's you know Bethesda it's going to be a good quality game isn't it um and yeah that was about it really it's and it's you know it's got the <laughs> guy from Half Life Two has helped design some of the stuff, so it was just like it's got tick 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 and tick, and you're just like that's all win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I I don't have much of a uh, I I don't think they're gonna have much of a problem putting out a quality game. No. It, it does look really interesting, yeah. and you're right about the steampunk. I didn't really think about it. It's been done a few times, yeah. but not it's that much. It's kind of just touched on, isn't it? Now and again, I suppose like. Final Fantasy does it a bit, or it did the last time I played it. And but. well, and you're right. You're right about it being popular. When we're, we're covering a bunch of shows now, we cover a lot of anime mm-hmm. conventions and things like that. And if you look at the pictures, like half the people are dressed yeah. in steampunk. Yeah, costume. it's pretty big. Oh, it gets regurgitated so. a lot on Marshall's campus. And you can mm-hmm. see some people get it right, and some people are <laughs> desperately <laughs> seeking. <laughs> Just, just trying. I, I put a stovepipe in my my back, and that makes me Darth Vader. Uh, speaking of Star Wars, Billy, I know you're a big Star Wars geek. What did, did you get a tingly feeling when you watched the thirteen thirteen movies? It looked interesting. I mean, I can't deny that. Uh, am I gonna run out and buy it? I can't really say I am. Now, is that because of the track record of the Star Wars uh, games? Yeah, it probably has a lot to do with it. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. What was their last? into the gaming world with the uh, connect crap the connect one with han solo dancing and yeah no i'm, I'm not too trusting of lucas arts <laughs> uh, we'll see i i the demo the demo looked good yeah um, i think it's um and of all the, the ways for them to go i think the bounty hunter is a good class um talking role-playing terms is a good class <laughs> for them to choose for you know a grittier thing you know if we can get away from the jedis a bit and do something a bit more interesting um, yeah the jedis are kind of like the catholic church <laughs> yeah they just get a bit boring it's just a bit superman isn't it so yeah yeah, yeah you always have to be the good yeah, guy live by the like, code all that a crap. little bit more scope for shades of gray not 50 shades of gray mind you but <laughs> shades of gray. <laughs> yeah you know if somebody mounts off a to you in a bar, uh, you can yeah. shoot them. You know, that yeah. type of coolness. <laughs> so, Red box. Um, yeah, it's interesting. Although I will say not to, not to uh, well, this will prove Billy's point a little bit, um, is that they, they have actually, they came out with Star Wars Bounty Hunter for the PlayStation 2, and it was a horrible oh, game. So played, there is yeah, precedent. There, there is some yeah. precedent, but let's hope this one's better. Um, of course, we already talked about the Beyond Two Souls. That was that was a good one. And then, and then here was the surprise yeah. of the show for me: is oh my god, Watch yeah. Dogs. Shella, I mean, you were surprised by Watch Dogs, right? That was one that didn't yeah. have a lot of leaks. Yeah, it was the it. only one that we didn't actually know was happening, which I think is partly why it kind of swept the show like as a wildfire. But um, yeah, it looks very interesting. Um, it looks gorgeous as well. Um, and I just like the way that it's playing on sort of um, modern anxieties about, you know, sort of our living in a digital world and our 
you know, we're all sort of connected and all our personal information is um, everywhere and it plays into those fears. And I think that's quite nice um, thematically. Yeah, I like of course, it had some. It looked like it had some Hitman elements, which of course I'm yeah, going to love. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of taking the open world gameplay somewhere new. Um, you know, it's like a next generation GTA, really. Um, so it looks interesting. What most impressed me about that demo was was really a minor point in the demo was as your character was walking along he had his he had his super hacker cell phone on him and it scanned every single person he walked by and you got information about them like I remember one guy was HIV positive yeah. another person was like on parole and then and it listed like their offense and stuff and so somebody else was like owed money on their mortgage and stuff yeah. like that and it's like all that was coming to your phone and I'm like Damn, that's a lot of information for uh, an NPC that you're going to see for like two seconds in the game. Yeah, but maybe you can use that information somehow, you know, kind of strategically. And I'm guessing that's what part of the gameplay will be that, um, I don't know, if someone's scared of dogs or I don't know, something you can (laughs) kind of set off a chain reaction. I don't know. Could be anything. Looks cool. And well, nice voice I, I acting it. as well. It was like really good script. The the one scene that you get to see. Um, it was gorgeous. Yeah, world too. yeah. Graphics. Yeah, I, def- I definitely like that. That's one I'm going to definitely be watching for. And it's coming out on uh, Xbox and PlayStation yeah. Three and yeah. PC, but apparently not Wii U. <laughs> <laughs> two two years after it's outdated, it will come out for the Wii U, yeah. John. <laughs> No, it'll come out with uh, the uh, special Watch Dogs armored edition. Oh, and, and the Wiimote the Wiimo will be your cell phone. And, yeah, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. All set. So. Um, you know, there were some other um, demos uh, that I liked. I thought, I thought Shelly, I thought you did a really good job uh, picking the top five. Um, some other ones that I don't think maybe – Maybe didn't wouldn't have made the list, but um, some other ones that I, I thought were pretty neat. Um, the uh, Assassin's Creed Three, uh, which was used in like everybody's demo, that looked really good. It looked it's kind of weird being set in New Orleans, but um, it looked neat. And then Billy, you're gonna have an open world game specifically in the Assassin's Creed world for the Vita. Yeah, I know that'll actually be you know a halfway interesting title. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably happy too. The one announcement that we we failed to mention was that you're actually going to get, and you've been asking for this since launch, oh, PS1 games on my your Vita. Gosh. And I, I don't know why it's taking them so long to support their handheld. I mean, you think they'd be all over this and be like, "Hey, you know, we're not going to essentially dick around like we did with the PSP," and then that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> I, I don't know. Sony makes some really boneheaded business decisions from time to time. Not putting I mean, PS2. I, I they're, they're not, they already said they're not going to put PS2 classics on it, which is hmm. uh, Sony. Well, could it drive it? I mean, could the Vita drive a PS2 oh, game? Oh, e- easily. Is, easily could. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, then they're just boneheads. I guess. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, guys, uh, was there? Well, let me ask you this: Was there anything um, at the show that um, that you guys wanted to bring up that uh, um, was 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 or wasn't mentioned? Uh, Shelley, you didn't you didn't get to, I didn't give you time to talk about Tomb Raider, but I'm assuming that your silence means you weren't super impressed by the demo at the um, show. Yeah, and you know, there's all the furore now with the um, the rape or not rape thing, so. 
yeah, the Tomb Raider tra- trailer's got a whole story of its own now, which is running way after the show. What, what What is that story? Nate was talking about maybe doing some of the gin cartoons around that. Is something like the developer said that people want to rape Laura Croft or something? Uh, no, it was, uh, I think it was one of the producers or something had an interview with Kotaku and um, said that, oh, God, this is opening a whole can of worms. Like he, said, he said that, you know, we've got a new vulnerable um, Lara Croft in this game and because um, gamers find it hard to relate to her so the, um, you know in one scene she almost gets raped and you know this is what motivates her to become the Lara Croft we know and all this sort of thing and then um, Crystal Dynamics came out saying we categorically do not have a rape scene in this game because there was a whole um, <laughs> big, you know, open up. Of- that, was, that was not shown at the show, I can tell you Well, it is. It's in that trailer. There's the hint of that scene where um, she, like, fights off a guy and then um, shoots him and it's the first person she goes, oh, yeah, because that's what he said. Yeah, we have this rape scene so that people... Uh, will feel more protective towards her, which, you know, is not the right reason to have a rape scene. So, understandably, female gamers and male gamers, too, have said, you know, what the hell, basically. Um, You know, like, lazy writing, blah, blah, blah. That's just stupid on their part. They redo the female heroine to make her tough and more likable, and then they they do something like that. Yeah, so... But, anyway, but what I was surprised that there was a no GTA at E3. I thought um, I thought we'd have had something. And um, also, Beyond Good and Evil 2, I wanted to see something on that. I mean, that last trailer came out, what, years ago? <laughs> um, I, love, I love that game. I'm, I'm one of those like hardcore fans that are like, yay, please give us a sequel. And they gave us that little teaser trailer, and we've seen nothing since. And then The Last Guardian as well, um, you know, which is all up in the air, seeing as the uh, producer or um, the guy behind it left Sony and, yeah, a bit of a... Yeah, yeah I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. That was one of the ones that I was looking forward to, too, along with, well, I didn't know we were going to get the sequel to, not the sequel, but I didn't know we were going to get the follow-up to Heavy Rain, so I was real happy with that. But, yeah, that was, that was one that I was missing. Mm, yeah. What, The Last Guardian? Yeah. 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 And GTA is like, where's that? A whole bunch of games were like, we have GTA-like gameplay, but we didn't actually get to see yeah. GTA. <laughs> I wonder if that falls into your theory, Shella, that that's the next-gen title, yeah, yeah. <laughs> secretly. Yeah. I don't know. Weird. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Well, interesting. Thank you, guys. Uh, that was a uh, it was certainly an, an interesting E3. I guess if I have a final question for you, it would be... Um, I mean, we could pick winners and losers uh, from the show. I mean, I guess let me ask you what, what was your most uh, what was your most exciting moment uh, at the show, or your most uh, the announcement that that titillated you most uh, watching uh, all the different things. And we'll start with William because he hasn't got to talk as much. <laughs> um, well, it's something we already talked about is the the PS1 classics coming to Vita because I mean. <laughs> I we all know this. I'm a retro gamer. I love playing old games, and the idea of actually being able to walk around with just my PS Vita and not having to take my PSP with me as well when I go somewhere to play the old games is appealing to me. 
That's pretty cool. And I assume the downloads uh, wouldn't be wouldn't take that much. I mean, the games weren't that big. Space. No, it shouldn't though. be too bad. But I mean, the only thing it's I'm running into is buying a bigger a big memory card because they're outrageously priced. Oh, carry them around with you. It makes sense. Kelly, what about you? Um, mine was basically just the um, the continuations of the series. Like, uh, well, one that we haven't mentioned is Black Ops Two. Oh, right. I'm sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. And when they said the largest zombie map ever, I was like, thank you. <laughs> Good zombies. Yes. Shella, so what about you? Um, I think that the, the heartwarming thing I'll take from this E3 is that all the games, pretty much all the games we mentioned as our sort of top picks are new our new IP, which is amazing, considering, you know, we've been going on for years about, you know, sequel after sequel, you know, it's like, I don't know, um, Space Marine 13 and, you know, all those <laughs> sorts of things. Um, so, yeah, I think it's, it looks really good and they're really um, look character driven. It looks like story is playing a really important part in games, in the new games that are coming out in the next 12 months. So that's quite exciting. Um, yeah, so. That was, I was saying that is pretty stellar, all the new IP, because yeah. usually it's, you know, this, this, two, three, yeah. four. Yeah, and then you know, you'd maybe get one or two. But, you know, we've got, um, apart from the Star Wars one, so just in the top five, we've got four out of those five are new IP. Which is very cool. Very cool. Looks like it's going to be a good year yeah. for gamers. Let's hope. <laughs> um, you can listen to or see all of our E3 coverage. Just go to our homepage at GameIndustry.com and click on the big orange E3 icon in the corner, and that will take you to everything. You can watch trailers for everything we talked about today and see screenshots and also pictures from the show because our reporter uh, Lisa Campos was there with boots on the ground uh, taking pictures and getting the inside story for us. So be sure to check that out. Thank you guys for joining me today. And uh, let's hope let's hope that next year turns out to be as amazing as we think it's going to be. Keep those fingers crossed, and I'll see you next time right here in the lounge. 